Evan's, <laughs> Evan's talking. I'm not listening. <laughs> Quit listening. Shut up and sit down. Oh, I need your advice. Yeah. See, I got this friend named Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo. That's the worst name I ever heard. How fast can you ride your bike? He asked that Sunday night with a wild look in his eye. So I follow close behind. How fast do fast cars drive? That's what I reply. I don't stop at traffic lights. Yeah, that's how fast I ride. You tuned in for another dialed podcast with Matt Lee Grand. Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. Good job. Here is a little quote about teamwork from some guy named Michael Jordan. Talent wins games, but teamwork and intelligence win championships. If you haven't already done so, go find yourself a team. Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake Vondering. I'm here with Lance Friggin' Hepler. Lance Friggin' Hepler. Hepler. What's up, Friggin'? That was just too, that was too exciting. I'm, I'm tired now. My heart rate just spiked. Broadcast it. <laughs> Broadcast that heart rate. All right. I'm good. Tis left, Matt Legrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys look okay. You look okay. Oh, ish. Ish. Okay-ish. Adjacent, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, Evan is riding his bike on the trainer somewhere. Perhaps doing something, I don't know, crazy, staring at a wall of Lance Armstrong. Oh, yeah, that's what he's, so. <laughs> he's staring at a poster he's of Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong's ass right now. <laughs> like, he's like, I got you, Lance. Sitting I on his you. wheel, huh? Cool. There was something in Velo News about, about Lance Armstrong today. Really? Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll have to talk to Champ about that Champ later Bailey. on. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we may or may not talk to Evan later. We shall see. We shall oh, see. Who knows? <laughs> All right, let's backpedal. Matt. I can be I can be really fast. I Go. actually have been biking pretty much every day on the Ooh. mountain on the mountain bike. Nice. At cross country practice or at cross country races. But I've been doing almost nothing else except for like a little bit of swimming here and there. And I did run yesterday. So done. Backpedal. That's over. it. Wow, that's impressive. Eh, is it? It's impressively <laughs> impressively poor. Because I don't even know. Like sometimes I'm like, does this count when you go bike for four miles of cross country stuff? I don't know. Probably not. And your in your average wattage is twenty five watts for the day. Evan would be impressed, <laughs> yeah. but you guys won't be impressed. Some good so. polarized training right there. Yep. Yep. All right, I'm gonna go next because I didn't race. Because that's kind of what this is supposed to be about—is like racing bikes, right? <laughs> we are supposed to originally how it started. Bikes. But anyway, um, I I have been slowly ramping up my training volume, and it has been responding quite well with the different things I'm doing. So my leg is feeling a little bit better. Um, I'm not dealing with much pain now; just a lot of swelling. I look like I have a third butt cheek growing out of my right hip. It's pretty cool. <laughs> wow, <laughs> so, that bad? Yeah, it's it's quite noticeable. And a I lot have, of women will enjoy, you know that. Concept that, that extra hold cheek. on to, yep. Extra, the extra <laughs> cheek, anyway. Um, but yeah, it, I think I rode back up to like seven hours, which is paltry, but it's good for me because it's been a minute since I've been able to do that. And went out and rode bikes with Lance over the weekend, which was nice. And did where'd did you guys nice. go? What where'd you go? Vancouver, we, yeah. We just went downtown and back, putzing around. I yeah. thought I saw you on Find a Friends, and I think you were over in Portland somewhere. 
Maybe you'll tell me on your back. Oh, I was I was racing on Sunday. Yeah, that's oh, what it was. I raced Sunday morning and then I went and rode with Jake Sunday afternoon. There it is. Or like at sunset. Yeah. Ooh, sunset romantic. Sunset cruise. Lance baby. romance. <laughs> we were out crushing people's dreams is what okay. we were doing. I did do one thing that was different this past week. We well, we started back up the fall Zwift rides, winter Zwift rides, whatever you want to call them. And it was kind of quietly attended. Um that's because it was at five thirty in the morning. No, that's a different ride. Oh. We the Tuesday night ride. Okay. It was the Tuesday night. Ride was pretty quiet, but I think a lot of people were still out racing, and there's still a little bit of light out. And we started a week earlier than we normally do, um, and it was it was just kind of a, a quiet little small team ride or group ride that showed up for the Tuesday night ride. But then on Thursday, I did the very that's first. Right. Uh, what do we call that caffeine and kilojoules ride? It was at five thirty in the morning and I put it out there thinking I'm not going to get anybody to sign up for this. And sure enough, there was probably like eight or nine people that RSVP would for it. I'm like, Oh, this ought to be fun. Oh, cool. Got there in the morning and then there was two other people. Yeah. One guy I had no idea who it was, but, um, Edward Dudley showed up as well. And we, nice. we rode together for an hour and a half. I RSVP would And then I was like, uh, I've got to make sure everything's set up and ready to go. Yeah. And I didn't do that because we were out late the night before. And I was like, cause you got to have all the, you don't want to set up at five o'clock. No, and like, so you got to do all that the night. Got to do yeah. all that the night before. Yeah. Failed. But anyway, um, that was fun. It was it was a great way to get a good workout in. And seven o'clock rolls around in the morning, and you're done. You're off the train. You don't have to think about it for the rest of the day. And for me, that's kind of nice. Yep, so it was fun. That's it, Lance. So, wait, so, are, well, so is the ahead. team? Here's my question: Are the teams? Is that what we're going? Are we having like a morning one and an evening one? Yep. Double Zwift sessions per week for the One team. One will be Tuesday night. We our, our daylight savings isn't until saving, saving isn't until savings. November. Lots of them. They're, we're, the saving. No. we're saving so much savings. <laughs> I'm so happy that this is the last time I'm ever going to have to listen to you guys say that. I'm so <laughs> is happy it about going it. away. I know, yes, but we need to for sure. The, the last one. No, it's no, not we're, going we're, away for sure. It has to pass it, the house. It, it will. Because if it does, I'm going to go shoot people. Um, oh, <laughs> you can't really say that these days. <laughs> Paintball guns. I don't know. There something. You go, there you go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, but yeah, we're going to change our clock back this coming November fifth or fourth or something like that. And then yes. in the fall, we're supposed to spring back forward and supposedly. That's going to be, once that happens, that'll be the last one. It'll stay It'll after stay it springs there. forward. And it, it, switches, it just switches from singular to plural after that. For the whole country or for the state of Washington? It's the whole West Coast. Okay. The but whole they're, they're trying well, to get California this. California was. They, they, they signed on. California, yeah, Oregon, California and Washington. has passed, but it has to go through federally. Federally, I think it, it has. But and then Biden, all Biden has that, to sign off on it. Yeah, I think that everybody's said that that's Everybody pretty much a done deal. So, I don't know. Maybe that's why Biden was here last week. Maybe he was angry about it, the pluralization <laughs> of it. I think that's what it was. <laughs> we did have a teammate meet President Biden. Oh, this, really? Oh, yes. on Saturday? Who's that? Um, the, the police officer. The, um, Ty Engstrom. Yes, thank you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Ty Engstrom. He's wow. A, he's a motorcycle cop with the uh, city, Por yeah. city of Portland. Yeah. And he was on the detail where they had to close off roads and that's cool. ride around. And he was one of the like three Portland police officers that they that they set aside to actually shake President Biden's hand. Oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, whether you like Biden or not, it, the chance to meet a sitting president yeah, of the United States cool. is pretty cool. He actually, he actually, President Biden gave him like a like a coin that had like his presidential seal on it, and Ooh. like, it, yeah, it was kind of cool. So, huh. yeah, I got I got to meet him. So nice. I don't know what he was doing here, but you've met a president before. I've met. 
George Bush, maybe. Yep. Oh, yes, I did meet yeah. George Bush and shook his hand. And got a picture and, with him, right? got a picture Did with you him. ever get that picture? I did get the picture. You didn't share that with us. I Cover art. Come I on, th- cover I art. It, uh, okay, I'll look for there. I'll dig I promise the not picture. to Photoshop it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I was, trying to be, I was trying to be politically neutral. That's probably why I didn't that share it. But yeah, well, screw it. Whatever. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter who the president this is. This is a political podcast. Yeah. That's right. It's, triathlon. it's a triathlon political podcast. Yeah. A lot of people know that. Yep. So anyway, um, but to go back and answer your question. Yes. Thursday nights will be the normal Swift ride. Normal Swift ride. Thir- Tuesday, no, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday nights. nights. Gosh, I can't even say oh, right. okay. Tuesday, Tuesday nights, nights. And then Thursday mornings will okay. be the, the early Tuesday one. nights at six. Correct. Six thirty. Six thirty. Okay, and then cool. Thursday mornings at five thirty. And I might add in a second morning one just because I quite enjoy being done with all of the writing nice. stuff. Yeah, come, wake up and do it. And man, batters were charged all day long. Felt fantastic. Yeah, it just felt yeah. good the rest yeah. of the day. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, that's my back pedal. Lance, go. Uh, okay, last week I talked about Portland Trophy Cup, that it was the last uh, race of the series. It was a blast. Party I, time. That's yes. your favorite. It, I, uh, Trophy Cup is so much fun. There were 400 people there racing. Or What was better, Trophy Cup or Blind Date at the Dairy? <clears throat> that's It's a different vibe at, at uh at trophy cup more but party atmosphere it's more a little bit more of a party atmosphere but but blind date did have sparkle night Ooh. <laughs> oh wow where you got to come in all your sparkly stuff uh but yeah i don't know I, we've lost blind date and that was a super bummer to root, lose that whole race series but uh portland trophy cup was a blast i raced the 50 plus field there was like 50 people in it again that's a I, big field. It's a big field. We race before the sun goes down. It's kind of nice. It's like as the sun is setting, so we're not in the pitch dark. But uh, I think I took 12th or something, which was about what I've been doing. I've been battling with one guy if, at, at every cyclocross race. His name's Andy Lyris. He's from Team Lazy Tarantulas. Nope. Yeah, Team Lazy Tarantula. Lazy Tees, yep. Yeah, the Lazy Tees. And we have, we're like... We're like three and two this year on battles. We literally end up like racing right against each other. It's been fun for both of us because we're not at the pointy end, you know, right now or anymore. And so, and, and the race on Sunday, he actually muffed a a, uh, a barrier and I fell on top of him. Oh, <laughs> did you say thanks for the Chrissy like, landing? I'm like, I'm so sorry, Andy. And he's like, oh, dude, it was my fault. Let's go. And we jumped up and you okay? Busy. You have any bruises or? Oh, no, I just, you know, You're fine. I lost some skin, but that's just, that's a weekly occurrence. You lose a lot of skin. <laughs> this is my skin. The skin I have on at the moment is not the skin I was born with. No. <laughs> it's all been. Not at all. But Portland Trophy Cup is a total blast. Um, on this last night, they they set up a ramp, so you have a ramp option over one of yeah. the. So instead of going over the barriers, you can like do a ramp with a with a pretty big gap jump, and they set the gap jump on it just far enough that it scares the hell out of you. So not many people do it. Mm. A lot of them. Did you do it? I did not. They didn't have it open for our race. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the cover art that we used for the podcast last week, if yes. you did not see that, it's that. There, there's the jump, right. and there's somebody just totally airing it out going over it was over a the, woman. It was a woman on a single speed that yes. just sent it, and she pulled that off flawlessly. <laughs> she, she hit it every single lap, and she just, like, ripped it. So. Do you happen to know who that was by chance? I don't. She was, I think, on Hi-Fi. She's a mountain bike racer. Oh, that was awesome. So Kudos um, to her. I didn't even know what her name was, but, yeah, it was pretty cool. But there were lots of people jumping it um, on the single speed. All? 
No, Paul didn't do it because he was afraid he was going to burp his tire. So Paul he was the, the angle of attack jumping it. Huh? Oh, he was kind of hitting the corner and like jumping over the barriers. Correct. To doing the, yeah. Instead of jumping the whole gap and landing on the down ramp, he was hitting the corner of the ramp, jumping over the barrier and landing to flat. Yeah. But his rationale behind that was he said that the ramp itself was pretty steep on both sides, and he was afraid that if he hit it too hard and too fast, that he would end up burping his tire. And he didn't want to have that happen and, and crash or just have to, you know, DNF. There were three or four people who were hucking to flat, were, who were clearing the landing ramp yeah. and landing on the flat. Oh, wow. Like they were going. like, like they, they sent it, yeah. They sent it. <laughs> but nobody really crashed badly. Somebody... There was a teenage girl who crashed in warm-ups. Going over the jump? Yes. Oh, no. Was that ugly? Yes. Oh, it no. Was. Oh, and, that's not good. And, and so they shut it down for those for the junior race and for us old guy race, so we didn't have the option of taking the <laughs> ramp. But the rest of it was just a total party, just a great time. So cool. It was really cool. So I did that. Um, I actually rode the rest of the week almost every day. I've still been – I'm still neck deep in – Stuff, stuff and things, <laughs> stuff and things at my house and at the apartments and the fire thing that I'm dealing with and trying to rebuild things. And I've got a lot of moving parts right now. But how's your sledgehammer technique? I I've been fired. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> I'm I'm no longer doing demo at the. Well, apartment we like fire. your we like your pizzazz, but we're gonna need you to sit down and uh, supervise. The I think you need to. Options. What you need to do is like kind of tell everybody what you've been doing and let them come over to your house and let them help you out for free with the notion that they're going to come out and get a great cross training workout and also lose how many pounds, Lance? I lost eight pounds doing demo. Dude, that's <laughs> I, a, I did lose some weight. Hey, you got this great gym, free memberships. You just got to show up and come to do some work. My whoop strain scores, it, it measures how much strain you've been through yep. each day. My strain scores were as high as like a four hour ride for like five days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> while I was doing all the demo, so it was it was pretty funny. crazy. So after that uh, Sunday, we had our uh, the the second cyclocross crusade race out at Heron Lakes, and it was pretty well attended. It was also the Washington State Bicycle Association Regional Championships yep. for cyclocross. So there were a couple teams that came down from Seattle to race there yeah. as well. So that was kind of cool to see a, a lot of people that came down from Seattle. It was pretty well attended. It was, again, hot and fast and dry. We have not had a speck of rain really yet to speak of. And so, but the course was super fun. I battled with Andy Laritz again. Nice. <laughs> Same thing. Every we, season, it's someone. Yeah, there's somebody I'm battling with. I was it's fun. sitting at a soccer field watching my daughter play soccer on Sunday. That's the reason why I didn't come out to watch the team and take pictures and all this stuff because I wanted because she's you know playing at a fun level and I wanted yes. to catch as many as he can because they, they, they go away you yes, know they do. I, but um, I'm sitting on the field. It was October 16th. Yes, it was 84 degrees. Yep, uh, it is crazy and the it's a wind ridiculous. It was pretty windy. <laughs> it was just hot was and humid windy. and hot and dry and breezy and like this is yes. nuts, which is not good for the fires that we have going on here. But no, yeah. But yeah, we had a bunch of teammates who came out and raced. We had a great time. It was fun to be there. I, you know, it was it was. It just, I just had a great time. So it's like awesome. Crusade. Uh, in the fifty plus, we actually had sixty people in our field, and I think I was like seventeenth. So nothing respectable. But yeah, results up yet? The results are up. Okay, but not in uh, not on the Obra site. They're just on the My Race Result site. 
Interesting. Sounds yeah. about right. But we don't know about team competitions. We don't know and stuff about like team competitions yet. Do they have the results posted from Rainier for the team composition? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, jeez. Come on. So, so we don't exactly know what the team competition. We're we are uh, scratching and clawing for team points this year. Dial Cycling has won the Cross Crusade team competition four years in a row. Is it four? That's what Jerry said. I don't think that's correct. Yeah, I, I want to say I it's only. Believe Jerry. Well, I think it's. We've only won it twice, I think. And then there was a third year in there they just didn't have it. So I think we've won two out of the three last years, but one of those years didn't count. Okay. I think that's correct. I that think Jerry was correct. off by a, a year well, on you that. You know, he like he he wants to create some excitement and exactly. some drama, so I, I get the exaggeration. Now, the part. team bar competition, we have won three times in a row. Oh, we're mm. we're going to walk away with that. We've pretty much clenched it, and this will be the fourth year in a row, and I think yeah. it's the first team to ever do that in Obra. Oh, wow. Pretty cool. So anyway, we're fighting and clawing for that, and it's going to be an uphill battle for yeah. us to win it. This Our year. good friend Scott Schultz with Zone Five is yep. also racing with Stefano, who um, Ichiklista. Ichiklista, and they've started a team. And at the beginning, it was supposed to be just like a, a handful of elite racers that they were going to support and take racing all over the country. And all of a sudden, it just absolutely exploded. And it's fantastic. We, we yep. love this. It, love it, to it, see it. Yeah, and it's just it, it's invigorating. It puts life out there. And it does. It kind of wakes everybody up and makes everybody excited. And those two guys are doing a fantastic job. Yes, they are. I think they're manhandling the whole uh, team competition right now, though, right? Uh, Yeah. It was going to start with seven or eight people, and now there's like 25 people on the Beach Eclipse team. and they're solid. And they're solid, and there's juniors, and there's women. It's what you need to win a team competition. Yeah, they're handpicking some people and whatnot, and that's great. It's great. Hopefully that just continues to roll on. Yes. Cool. So, matter of fact, in my race... As I was nearing the end, and I realized, okay, I'm not going to catch the person in front of me. I look behind me, and there was a Bichiclista guy catching me, and I'm like, I have to hold him off. <laughs> I did not accomplish that. <laughs> oh. I couldn't hold him off. He got me. I don't know. The way you said that, I liked it. <laughs> and I failed. <laughs> it did not I wasn't work. expecting that. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was my week. Lots of racing, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Mm, yeah. Good work. Champ I mean, Valley, yeah. top five. I think he's in the top Champ five. You're still all about having fun over there, Champ? Champ is here. There was, I am sick of talking about triathlon, so I'm not going to mention the T word, even though I just blew it. You blew and it. I blew you it. blew it. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about running. We're going to talk about cyclocross. We had the uh, second World Cup cyclocross race in Fayetteville, Arkansas. At the the same course where they had the world championships last year, so you're gonna talk about track cycling. Very exciting. Um, we did have the world uh, championships of track cycling, and we can get to that. But would you hold your horses? No, we no. jump the okay. gun. So what happened in Arkansas? <laughs> so back in Arkansas, they've added some new features to the trail. It was it it just looked like a lot of fun. In women's race, uh, Clara Hansinger got a, a front row call up, which is fantastic because she was seventh in the first race last week, um, and she held on for eighth. Nice in work. This. And this one was a little. A few more people showed up that weren't here last week. Did so. one of the guys that showed up was it the guy with the overalls that just stared off into the distance okay. beautifully? Because he was a legend. <laughs> he was from last year. He, I saw somebody in overalls, okay, and like a straw Arkansas hat. I don't know what is that hat. It's like a beaten up like back swamp hat. It's beautiful. That's what I think it's gorgeous. Arkansas, gorgeous, is, but it's not really like that. It's actually a pretty cool state. Yeah. Regardless. Um, I did see him 
the the uh, the racers were riding up these rollers, and he was just running as fast as he could, right? <laughs> like not facing him, like running. He was trying to keep up with them. It was pretty hilarious. And then he tripped and fell down. Oh, is 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 hilarious. So, yeah, okay. well done, overall guy. Overall guy. Um, the women's race was won by Fem Van Empel, who actually won last week as well. But all the hitters were there: Lucinda Brand, uh, Anna Marie Worst. Um, yeah, it was it was really well attended, so lots of fun. Um, and Clara took eighth. That's what you said. That's yep. what I said, right? Correct. The men's race, um, Ellie Easterbeat showed up. Uh, Lorraine Zwick showed up, who are you know, both very strong. There was, you know, there's eight Belgians in the top ten or something. They crushed it. But the big news of it was... Eric Bruner, our American champion, took fourth place. Wow. Which is the best finish by an American in a World Cup race ever. Seriously? Ever? Ever. ever. Wow. Yeah, Jeremy Powers. Sorry. Jeremy <laughs> Powers, um, I think he'd taken sixth okay. at a World Cup race, I think back in 2016 or 2017. That was the former best so fourth place, how far off the lead was he? He was 25 seconds off the lead. And the two leaders sprinted it out on the final stretch. And Ellie Easterbeat like came around him after sitting on his wheel for that. For the, him at the line. Just huh? literally by like a foot. It wow. was it was less than a wheel length. Impressive. So, yeah, it was it was exciting racing. Now, did he have any issues during the course of the race that could have cost him that time or make any mistakes, or did he ride a pretty clean race and that's just what the gap was? Uh, Bruner? Yeah. Yeah, no, pretty pretty clean race. I should say it was an hour-long race. I only watched the last – I watched the first lap because there's always carnage, and then I watched the last three laps. I didn't watch – there were – I think there were 10 laps, or okay. and I didn't watch the middle – Where are you watching laps. these at? On Flow Sports. Oh, so you've got a subscription to that. I do. It was the hot garbage. Uh, well, no, this coverage was really good. It is closer and it's yeah. closer, and they have decent cameras, and yeah. you can catch everything. And we there was, and Jeremy Powers was one of the announcers, okay. and so it was actually it was actually fun to watch. Cool. But the the fast forward, you can't you don't you don't you don't get an image while you're fast forwarding. So I was guessing how far to fast forward because I didn't have an hour and a half to watch all the races. I was trying to watch the highlights, and there wasn't a highlight. Gotcha. So, but yeah, very cool for Eric Bruner that he did that. So kind of exciting. So lots of good cyclocross stuff and lots of things happening. Next week, I believe is Tabor, Tabor, Tabor. It's in Belgium. Okay. Um, so now we've had two um, cyclocross UCI races in the States and they go back to Europe next week. And so we'll see what happens there. So cool. should be exciting. So lots happened there. Uh, then we had the track, the UCI Track World Championships on the velodrome. I don't even know where it was. Do you know where it was? No, anyway, I don't remember. Um, the only thing I remember, That's, or this or, was the same thing. I remember the same. I only remember one thing. Yeah, was that uh, uh, um, Filippo Ganna. Filippo Ganna broke another world record. Yeah. and beat um, who was the other American that had in the in the four kilometer pursuit. Or is it the one? It's the four-kilometer pursuit, I think, is what it was. Anyway, there was a, there was a, um, yeah, he he broke the world record for the other. Ashton Lambie had the world record for okay. like 
for just for the last year, and he's lost it already to Felipe Ghana. Wow. So that was pretty crazy. Um, other than that, not a, lot other, not a lot of other stuff happened. So Mark Cavendish signed, signed with the team. He did. Did he really? Yep. The dialed uh, hotel BNB. Yep. Team okay. hotel BNB team. I He's don't be riding on a KTM now. <laughs> yeah. Who's on that team? KTM. Nobody. It's like a, a team that's been barely hanging on by a shoestring on the world. What tour. are they going to do? Are they going to, are they going to they'll be on the world? What's happening. Well, what they're going to do is this can be great television for them. Great exposure, but sure. I'm pretty sure that they're just going to build the best lead-out train that they possibly can, and it's just going to be all about supporting him to get one more stage win. That's all they want. That's one more stage win. At the, like he, At TDF, yep. They're really going to the tour. One-year okay. deal. Um, one-year deal. One-year deal with another 12-month option. It's a French team. Um, that's what this article says. They're going to try to build something around him. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. We can all start taking our bets. Should be interesting, though. I Whatever of, Price says is going to happen. We know. <laughs> Hopefully, he does not break that. I want uh, I want the Cannibal to, to maintain that record, but I don't yeah, know. Sure. I guess records are meant to be broken. Cavendish is um, polarizing. Correct. Yes. Some people love him. Some people hate him. It's not. because he's been in, he's acts like a spoiled brat occasionally. But he's uh, had some times. A lot of your uh a lot of your big time very successful athletes uh tend to get there and make some enemies on the way. And he's one of them. So Hey Lance, can you take off your headphones real quick, run over there and grab the Patreon yes, I can. jar. We're gonna do a little Patreon drawing this week. It's been a minute since we've done that and we wanna make that a, a common thing. So we've got a bunch of things that have been added to the Patreon bucket of goodies and uh we can Go ahead and do a drawing today. Um, if you are interested in becoming a patron, helping to support the show here, um, you can go to Dial Podcast and look for the Patreon link to go in there and choose a patron that works best for you. Matt has picked out a name from the bucket. Who Who's the winner? Christopher... Real. Real. Yeah, Chris. Chris cool. Real. He Chris was just Real. out racing with all the Chris's yesterday. He was <laughs> All at, the Chris's. Yeah, we have we have five. Do we put these back? Where are we? Yeah, are we keeping? Is, okay. This goes here. Gotcha. We have five um, Chris's. Chris's on the cycling team, on the race team, and all five of them were at the cyclocross race in Portland on Sunday. And I got a picture with all five Chris's all in their jerseys who, all who, lined up. Who put that together? Who was like, wait a second, you guys are all named Chris. Let's get a picture it of that. It was Hannel. Was it Hannel? Oh, he was that, one sounds, of, like, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Good on him. Yeah, he just, he noticed. Oh, hey, wait, we're all here. <laughs> and hey, Lance, get over here and take a picture. <laughs> and there was only four of them. And then we realized, oh, wait, there's another Chris right there. Yeah. Weirman, get in here. So wow. it was it was kind of funny. So Crazy. So, Chris, come on in and pick something out of the uh, goodie box. What kind of stuff is in there? Oh, there's hats and socks. And hats and socks and shirts and cool stuff. Just okay. like, yeah, there's, I don't know, fanny packs and just all kinds of stuff. So, random stuff. I get lots of things. Speed cadence sensor. Sp oh, there is, yeah, <laughs> speed cadence sensor. From, that was for someone that just needs a speed cadence sensor. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. If they want it, they can have it. Yep. All right. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. What does this mean? Oh, it's hot seat. We started. Are we doing a hot seat this week? Oh, I got it. I already know my question. You do? Yep. Well, I started I started to like panic like I didn't have my question. And then I realized, oh, I got hot. And this is very specifically hot. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Imagine, if you will, that there's a fire in Clark County. Okay. Your evacuation comes in over your phone and you got to leave. You got to take one bike. You got to oh. go. You got to get out. 
grab your bike and go. Which one of your children are you taking and which one are you leaving behind? <laughs> what if your most favorite bike is not quite as valuable as your it, uh, other bike? Uh, uh, hmm. Choose your child. Wisely, huh? Yeah. I'm going to let Lance go first because okay. he's got more bikes than I do right now. How many bikes do you have right now, by the way? All of them. Um, you have I, some old bikes, too. On advice of counsel, I declined to comment. <laughs> it's probably like a dozen. <laughs> it's probably a dozen. You lightened the load by one, though, this week. Did I you sell did. one? I sold, I, sold, I sold my triathlon bike. Woohoo! Did you really? Yeah. I just, I just yeah. basically gave, gave it away. Someone. Fire sale. Those older, older, because it's an older bike now. Oh, it was, it's like, probably it, a it was a Cervelo P3. Actually, that's a nice bike. I like From, it. like, 2008, probably. Yeah. That's that's probably it's probably worth something. Rim brakes and yep, yep, yep. yeah, it just I just I just got rid of it. Well, I'm sure it's at a happy home, so that's good. Uh, I have probably there's I probably have ten bikes or eleven bikes. Or now is that including your wife or is that just you? That includes my wife. She and only has just you. She has two. Um, one, two, three. How many bikes do you have, Matt? I don't know. Do you count that track that's a little bit broken or not? I'm going to say, yeah. Count it? Counts. It's a Count bike, it. isn't it? I mean, it's not it, functional it, right it's now. It's more of like a sits on the trainer permanently. So there you go. It's a trainer bike. Then I would call my loot of bikes, I would say three. Three. Three total. What? So you've got your road Mountain, bike. road, oh, the and mountain my bike. TT. Yeah. yeah. Keep forgetting the mountain bike. <laughs> the, the mountain bike is just here. Her. It's literally here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I have eight. It's the only one I ride. Eight bikes? Oh, you only have eight bikes? Yeah. Okay, well, there's it's space. A there's space for more. A couple of cyclocross bikes, a couple of road bikes, a rain bike. A yeah, mountain bike, nice. a gravel bike. So then, imagine, if you will, the, your, your nightmare scenario. You don't even have your van. You only have room to just stuff. The van's w- packed with, like, like you with, have to ride your bike away, you know, kind of thing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this, is a hot seat, this is a hot, hot seat question. It's hot. <laughs> I would grab my gravel bike. I'd yeah. grab my gravel bike because I could ride it kind of anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. So that would be that would be that would be my first thought is grab the gravel bike. But if like if if the brake had been rubbing like for like the ride before, I'd grab the road bike instead. Okay. <laughs> like I don't want to. Yeah, I don't know. You don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, I I grab my gravel bike as well. Okay. That's just the most versatile, fun all around bike. And my my road bike, I love it. I think it's a fantastic bike. But I have more fun on my gravel bike, and it can I can ride it just about anywhere. Evan, Evan Price just called in and said his tricycle. You <laughs> <laughs> would, would, would want the extra stability. My ha- Strider bike. My that's Strider what I, bike. That's what I How about you, Matt? What are you grabbing? Um, I mean, so in some ways, the mountain bike is the most versatile, uh-huh. right? So, I mean, kind of same same argument. Like, if I was like, okay, grab this because we're gonna, like, we were actually we actually have a fire in this area and we were like looking at like, okay, well if we're going to go somewhere and I was like looking, I was like, let's go to the beach for a couple of days, like go to the coast and I might take the mountain bike because you know, the, if there's trails or whatever, you can ride them. If you're, if you're on the road, you can still ride a mountain bike. Mm-hmm. This is a very versatile bike. Whereas the road bike, which is my more valuable bike. It's my probably the bike that I would maybe cherish a bit more. No offense to your mountain bike, but it's, it's just like yes. that one is less, versatile yes so i don't know i didn't give a good good that's not a good answer but well case in point i just went on this like 10 day trip through utah right yeah and i took my road bike my gravel bike my mountain bike and a cyclocross bike i took four bikes because i thought i might do a race while i was there i didn't do a race i only rode my mountain bike 
those whole 10 days. Yeah. You never touched the gravel bike either? I, I didn't. Really? Because I, we were always in a spot where like, you're like, uh, oh, dude, this trail, I've wanted to ride it. And yeah. so yeah. we're, we're going to ride this. But on your normal trips, when you go out and you're <coughs> gallivanting around the West with your <coughs> wife. It's pretty split. You're also taking less bikes, though, because she's bringing a bike usually, too, right? When she comes, we we bring only the gravel bike for her because she can ride it on the road or, okay. or off So you go from four to three, which the cross bike, you're not gonna, you're only going to take that go. for a race. So that's Correct. not... When you're out there doing that, though, you're usually pretty balanced on your, yes. your rides for the different bikes. Do a little bit of all of it, yeah, depending on where we're at. Yeah. I mean, which one gives you the most pleasure? It's a gravel bike, isn't gravel it? Gravel bike, 100%. Yeah. I still say we need to get Matt on a gravel bike. He just needs to experience it. Sure. The I'll just borrow one of you guys' for a while. I, I can, think I, I, can, I can grab Lance's bike because we'll, he doesn't have to adjust right. his seat or anything. <laughs> just go. I think that I I get more joy out of riding my mountain bike, but there's but there's bigger consequences. Yeah. <laughs> mm. There's there's more there's more chance of Crashes. a little minor screw up and, and actually really hurting yourself. Yeah. But I but I think I really love riding my mountain bike more than anything because it's just like, I mean, I'm, you're like whooping. You're like mm. riding around some some bermed corner, and I'm just like, whoo! <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just it's just fun. But. That is fun. I don't have a mountain bike anymore. <laughs> you sold yours. I did. It's got a, a new owner that's going to be super stoked on that Hot bike. Hot seat bonus question. What's the next bike purchase? For me? Sure. Hot seat, oh. hot seat bonus. This is Evans, actually. Evans' question. He he. Well, maybe maybe we'll see if he'll call in. But <laughs> but yeah. Um, someone else's question is. Oh man. Would you get a mountain bike next? I don't know because BMC came out with that new Kyus. Um, oh it's more yeah. Of the, that, you think the that's performance be the next gravel one? bike? What are we doing here? It's time to be real. Oh, <laughs> you're on be real. I'm on be real. Add me take, on be real. Does it also take yeah. a picture of? Yeah. yeah. See, look. There's Jake and there's me. Yeah. You're not on Be Real, Matt? You're not on Be Real, Matt? Everybody's on Be Real now. Are you guys both on Be Real? Yeah. I, the problem is when you join these new social media things, you kind of want some socialness to it. So well, if I don't know anyone that's on Be it Real. Will re- it will tell you everybody that's on it. Yeah. And then you can connect with people. And I'm only like connected with like six people. I just started using my, it, what, like just, two weeks ago or yeah, something like that? And your then daughter's probably big on it, right? My son's on it, but your he doesn't use it. it. My wife joined after I joined. And then like two or three of my son's friends is like... Requested oh, to follow me. I'm like, that's interesting. There's a couple other people too. So, you know, it's a little bit sure. I got the whole cross country team that does it. Oh, really? But I don't Do you know really if want I them really to know want what that. You're if doing I don't want them to day? know if I'm real, I want them to think I'm not real. There's our buddy Ryan. He's at work. Yep. Sit in front of his computer. There's my daughter, Darby. She's working. She's being real yeah. right now. Yeah. So real. <laughs> anyway, um, what was the question we were asking? Uh, something about next bike. Oh, the next bike. Next bike. So the, the Cayuse came out, and that yeah. thing, when I first looked at it, I'm going, oh, gosh, dang it, that thing looks so beautiful. And then I started reading specs. I'm like, I don't know. It's got, like, really narrow handlebars that don't, on yeah. paper, don't jive well with my shoulder. And the, the gearing on it seemed a little bit maybe under-geared uh, for the kind of riding that I like to do. And then I started reading some of the reviews, and it was just like positive review, positive review, positive review. Uh, and then they started winning world championships, and then we've sold a yeah. couple of them. And the, the people have come back to us and said, oh, my gosh, that bike is so much fun to ride. It is a freaking rocket ship. And I'm like, dang it, you shouldn't have told me that. Now I want one. So yeah. I need to get my leg over one to see if it's going to be something that works for me because that might be one. And then BMC did just come out with a brand-new four-stroke. So oh, yeah. Um, need that. Those someone probably aren't someone needs av- that. Yep. Those aren't going to be available until that. springtime, which is good for me because I do want to try and do the uh, 
the short track series and maybe an XC race. It's not like super snotty, challenging, and gonna cause me to go crazy and crash and hurt myself. We've but got, we've got great XC racing yeah. around here. Yeah. They're roughly they're all roughly an hour and a half, two hours long. Yep. That's that, that would work. Yep. So those are the two bikes. If I had to pick one right now, I'd probably say the Cayuse just because I really want to go race gravel because yeah. I think that that's a little bit more like what I'm into right now. But for practicality purposes, I think that that four stroke would probably make more sense because I don't have a mountain bike right now yeah so what about you lance what would your next purchase be um i i do want to replace my mountain bike i all of lance's bikes mountain. are for sale pretty much right now yeah, so yeah right. there you go i i i love riding my mountain bike um but i want i want just a little bit more travel on mine and i don't want to add a whole lot of weight i still want to race cross country on it i don't need a trail bike or a downhill bike i still want a cross country bike because that's the kind of riding I do. And, and I don't need a downhill bike that wants me to, that pushes me to go ride downhill because I'm just going to kill myself. Yeah. So you want an LT with like 120 mils of suspension? Yes. Gotcha. I want like a longer travel mountain bike that cool. I can still race on. Cool. All right, Lance, do you have a hot seat question for us? Um, I'm still stewing mine. Do you have a good one? <laughs> you guys, I, oh, come on. <laughs> Come on, guys. This is supposed to be a hot seat. You're supposed to be supposed to be on the spot. What you okay, got? Okay, okay. This is what I got. Well, I've got a question. If you want me to give you a moment, I, I'm more than happy nope, to. No, nope. It's hot nope. seat. We're Make going hot. right off it. Okay. What's your thoughts on this Mario Cipollini bullcrap? Lock him up. That's a jackal. He just got arrested and sentenced to three years in prison for some kind of domestic abuse. Like against if, his. If he laid a wife. hand on a woman, I don't care. I don't care. Anything. I don't care. I mean, the only time I would say it's okay is if she's, you know, got a gun to your head and she's going to shoot you and in self-defense, you have to punch her in the nose. Then right. that might make sense. But in other, any other circumstance, there's no, no, there's no you, place for it. No, you, you walk away, you walk away from that situation. And we all know that that guy is a little bit on the arrogant side, a little bit chippy, a little, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to. Did chippy come from Cipollini? Maybe. maybe I don't know, but he, Do you know who uh, that is Matt. Do you know Mario Cipollini? Some Italian cyclist that was a world sprinter. champion. Someone sprinter. Sprinter. He was very good. Sprinters. Didn't he get popped for narcotics or something like that? Maybe I'm thinking of somebody think else. Of anyway, we should, we should read up. So he got he got put in jail for sentenced to three years in jail. Sentenced to three years in jail. Did it say what he did? Um, oh, and he's got a pretty popular bicycle brand that he's built too. Charges of ill treatment, injury, and threats to his ex-wife. And her current partner. That's what he... There were so threats and injury. So whatever happened, there was a scuffle you, and he... You he's don't going lay a hand on a woman. I'm sorry. Shouldn't be hitting people in general. I mean, just walk away. It's not It's not worth walk it. Away. I mean, self-defense, that's one thing, but otherwise, walk away. Okay. So here goes my second hot seat. This just kind of... Because it's super hot. It's what we do. <laughs> What's your thought on Colin Strickland now? It's the same. He didn't do anything wrong. He shouldn't have bought her the gun, but as you know, I mean, you can buy a gun. It's legal. It's perfectly legal. That's true. And now he was in a relationship, then he was out, and they were on, they were off, and then he had a romantic relationship with her, and then he got back together with Kristen, and then, like... It's so sketch, though. It doesn't mean that you can't be friends with the person, but... I'm not saying he should be, like, arrested or anything like that, but I... I agree with the sponsors that have dropped with dropped him. He he um, he is he pulled out of everything. He yeah. quit riding bikes. As a matter wow. of fact, 
So like his Instagram profile went private, but yeah, he's um, he's done. Yeah, he just he stopped riding bikes. He's like my whole world just crumbled. Um, he's not admitting any culpability in it. Right. I mean, it wasn't. It was him who caused the situation. It's yeah. It's not. It he not didn't pull the fault. trigger. Right. No. Right. Kristen so, Armstrong. That's her name, right? Kristen. Was it Armstrong? Yeah. Yes, Armstrong. Who am yep. I thinking of? The Caitlin. Ar- Kate, her name's Caitlin. Caitlin. Kristen Armstrong, Armstrong is the, the Kristen Armstrong is a former world champion. Yeah. Caitlin, and, but she didn't she get in trouble for drugs or something at the end of her career? No, no. that's Katie Compton. That's Katie, Katie Compton. Compton. Yep. Okay. that's still a big question mark. Yeah, too. yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Caitlin Armstrong was mentally unstable. Yes, so she should be responsible for her actions. Right. I don't, I and mean, you can't put it on Colin to know that. That's something that she's going to be capable of. I mean, if he dated her for two years, don't you think he knows that she might be mentally unstable? You think? And and if you're like, Maybe. I'm going to buy this person a gun. But people crack too. People crack. Sure. So you know, and you don't know until you know. Sometimes don't. I'm not a big buying buying of gunner. That's not my thing. I'm not going to be like Lance. Happy birthday! I bought you a gun. I have. I have dozens of guns, Matt. You have more guns than bikes. I have more guns than bikes. And guess how often I'm more likely I to buy you a them. bike. I'm more likely to buy you a bike than a gun. <laughs> this is war- this is a warning to everybody who wants to come visit my garage while oh. I'm not there. That's why they call it the Hepler compound. <laughs> there's a compound there. I'm I'm uh, I'm squirreled away. So, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Even if you don't have guns, you on the podcast, I have lots of guns. Is there I, ever- I have lots of guns Matt, also. Matt, you got lots of guns too. Oh yeah. I just have them like with hair trigger, no safety, ready to go. That's other YouTube <laughs> If you knock on my door, you better watch out. Is there ever a circumstance or a situation where you would own a gun? Me? Yeah. Uh, no. No? Not even to like hunt and provide for yourself? I mean, maybe? Uh, no, I actually, I mean, I, I, I don't mind shooting guns. Yeah. I think it's fun. I think it's a fun sport. I yeah. think that uh, I have no problem with um, other people owning guns. I think that's that their right to do it, and I think they should have that right forever. Yep. Um, I don't feel like i need a gun at our house i feel like it's a safety issue for having small kids my, so. exactly my wife and i've talked about it and she was actually one that wanted to have a gun more yep. than i did yeah. and i'm like i just don't have a need i mean if somebody's going to come in i guess like we need to protect our family and kind of thing but i, I the statistics are if you look at it it's like, it's like slim and none the know? odds of someone breaking into your house and attacking you versus like a your like one of your small kids picking yeah. up the gun and having an accident like unfortunately it's more likely that a kid would pick up a gun yeah. and have an accident and than I'd lost a friend in Ugh. high school that he and another kid were playing around with guns and he was one of the kids tripped and pulled the trigger and shot him. Oh, and killed him. And it was, it was, it's just tragic. So, it's, and for yeah. me, like Matt, I mean, I have three small kids in the house growing up, you know, I don't yeah. need to have anything in there that could come back on me. And we have a, a family friend who actually accidentally Killed a child of his. Oh, it was a, a, fun, a gun discharged and shot the daughter, and she didn't make it. And she was only, I think, like three or four years old. And that was, I'm like, I just don't need that in my house. But there is a case scenario, and Lance is in these scenarios all I've the had, time. I've, I've had an intruder, Matt, in your house. In my house, really? I've had an intruder. I did not know that. Yes. Did you, use, did did you, you confront use a them? Gun? I did not use a gun. I tackled her. Oh, a her, huh? Yes. Was this like a drug seeking? Well, um, the heck, if, dude? <laughs> if I had, if I had, so all my guns are locked up. Yeah. You know, I have a big gun safe and they're all locked up and I have, I have a gun in my bedroom in a lock box that only I have the combination to. 
Because so, you don't want your wife to know. I don't want my wife to know the combination. Because <laughs> she, she, she might get Damn angry. it, Lance. I, she, you bought another snaps. bike? Did you buy another bike? <laughs> you bought another bike. Um, you but, give her the wrong combination. <laughs> five, five, five. Five, five, five. five, five, five How come five. this combination is not working, Lance? I don't know. I don't understand. Okay, so some crazy lady came in your house. It was like midnight one night, and um, uh, we we live on a pretty a pretty busy road. Yep. And my, I was asleep in bed, and my wife was actually uh, wrapping a a wedding gift for somebody downstairs. Yeah, she's a night owl. Yeah, she is. Okay. She was more of a night owl than she has been lately, but she's a night owl. Midnight, so all the lights are on downstairs, and my wife is wrapping these presents, and all of a sudden, a woman walks in the back door because nothing had been locked because our our property yep. is fenced. It, it was fenced at the time. It was fenced at the time. How did she jump the fence? She hopped the fence. Did she hop so, the back fence? Because it's a different type of fence. Yeah, did she, she just come through the Dukes of Hazard opening where all the cars jump through on your property? <laughs> That's right. Dukes we have actually, since Dukes of this incident, we have we replaced the fence with a fence that is not hoppable. Okay. So, but before this, there was an easy spot where you could hop the fence. And she, she hopped the fence and just walked in the front door. Or the back and door. She walked in the back door. And she went right into the bathroom. And my wife's like, uh, excuse me, what are you doing? And she she goes in, my wife goes over to the bathroom and looks in, and she's just like rummaging through all the cabinets. Looking for probably some sort of prescription, yep. something or other. Yeah, yep. looking for drugs or looking for something. And, and she started muttering, I... Wanted Lance's I've, little blue pills? I've, <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. I just want to die. That's what this woman was saying. What? Yeah, I'm, yeah this, this is a pretty crazy story. How long ago was this? This was two thousand five. Oh wow! Okay. This was this was a week before my final Ironman race. Uh, I remember in two thousand five because, as as the story goes, when I ended up at the Ironman race, I had no voice because I'd been screaming at this woman so much. Anyway, so so Brandy realizes she's not going to stop this gal, and she runs upstairs and's like, "Lance, there's somebody in the house," and I like hopped up in my tidy whities <laughs> ran, ran, ran downstairs like Lance no pants I had, I had only my underwear on and I see her and she'd moved out of the bathroom she's in the kitchen and I screamed at her what I tried to scream as loud as I could to like shock her were yeah. the kids there at the, the kids were all there, there and were they wow. did they wake scared. up to this whole they did not wake up because kids can sleep because kids can sleep and so I scream at this lady she looks at me and just doesn't even flinch. And she keeps muttering, I just want to die. I just want to die. Like, she was having a mental health crisis. She lived about a mile from us. She had been on antipsychotic medication and was smoking pot with some friends of hers. And the combination set her off. off. About how old was she? She was 18. Oh, geez. Oh, man. She was young. And so she was running from her house and saw our house all lit up up. at night. And she's like, I'm going in there. And so she was looking, she was looking for something to kill herself with. Oh, my Lord. Which is why she walked into the house. And so she goes into where my wife had been wrapping presents and there's a set of scissors there. Boy, do you guys really want to hear this story? So, I, I, I can't stop now. I know. I'm like, she grabs the scissors and I'm like, put that down. What are you doing? Put that down. And she's like, I just want to die. I've made too many mistakes. I just want to die. I screwed up again. And she took the scissors. She opened them up 
and she tried to stab herself in the throat with these scissors. Did she actually puncture? She actually punctured her neck. She did not hit an artery, but she actually punctured her neck. I reacted immediately and tackled her. I lunged across the kitchen, grabbed her arm that had the scissors, scissors, and as I'm tackling her, her head goes through a plate glass window, shatters this window that was in our, not a plate glass window, it was in our, it was in our kitchen door. Our house yeah. has been remodeled since then. So it shatters this window, and I'm holding her down, and Brandy's like on the phone with the cops saying, you've got to get here right now. My, my husband is battling an intruder, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> so I'm, I'm holding her. I got the scissors away from her, and she tried to rake her wrists across the shards of glass that were in the window pane. Resourceful. Yes, she's like, I, and she's just saying, I just want to die. She, she wouldn't stop repeating that. So when she started doing that, I took her right to the ground. I took her to the ground. I put her on her stomach. I had her arms pinned behind her back, and I was sat on top of her as she was trying to struggle. Yeah, and she'll wear herself out, right? Yes, yeah, and yeah. she wore herself out, and I held her pinned to the ground. She's bleeding everywhere. Um, she didn't hit any arteries, but she was neck bleeding from wrist. her neck and from her wrist. And so I held her there, and boom, the cops showed up. They got there pretty quick, huh? Yes. Wow. So Nice work. Yeah, nice cops work. show Vancouver up. PD. My wife's trying to keep my kids upstairs because there was so much screaming at this point that... But they still didn't wake up through it. Well, my son woke up, and he was... He was like eight at the time, Ugh. nine. He was like eight or nine at the time. So he woke up. My daughters didn't wake up. Um, and my wife was like, kept him upstairs. None of them saw it. I don't think any of them remember it, to be honest with you, because they slept through it. But I got this lady pinned to the ground. The cops come in, guns drawn. And my wife is like, my husband is holding her down. It's not my husband. And I'm like, You're like the guy in the whitey tidies. <laughs> he broke in here and he's like he trying to steal my drugs and he's accosting my daughter. Find the cash in the life insurance. No. So the cop looks at me and I'm holding her and he, and he goes, don't let go of her. And I'm like, I'm not letting go. Put your gloves on. So they're putting on the rubber gloves because she was bleeding everywhere. Yeah. And, and cuffed her. Well, wow. I held her down, and so... It, yeah, off yeah. to the hospital she went? Yeah, off to the hospital she went. Did you ever have any interaction with her ever again? Uh, we did. I decided not to press charges because... She's got enough issues? She, yeah. Her life was just messed up. She lived a mile from us on yeah. Old Evergreen Highway. I'll point it out next. I'll point out the house she lived at next time we ride down there. Any updates on her? I mean, did she I, ever get any kind of help? I, mean, I don't know. I, I lost track of it, and I think their family sold the house and don't live there anymore. Wow. So I don't know what ended up happening to her. But she did, uh, like six months later, she did um, paint a picture for us and brought it to us as a thank you for not killing her. Killing her, Because if I had to grab my gun at, in that situation, it could have been a completely different oh, yeah. situation. Yeah. I mean, Very different situation. Yeah. I think I what you've done just... You, you lost a window, but in the grand scheme maybe of things, this is a, yeah. maybe this is an anti-gun story at the end. <laughs> if I had grabbed my gun, she'd have been dead. Well, you know, it, and, it's, it's possible. And you have that picture. Yeah. If I, you if probably I would had, have shot her in the knee or something. I, yeah. I, I, she, she didn't have a weapon. She had a pair of scissors that yeah. you know that we had left. If she could, she was in our kitchen. She could have grabbed a knife, but. It was also, you know, a 110-pound, 18-year-old right. girl, and I'm like, 
yeah. I'm going to take you down if this yeah. is, you know, I'll, I'll. You could have gotten hurt. You could have gotten I, scissored. Right. I thought I'll, I'll risk getting cut for, for taking, you know, taking her yeah. down. And so. Yeah, yeah. You saved her life, dude. So, so that's why I think she was thankful and it didn't seem right to press charges at the time. And she got hauled off to the hospital anyway. So that, that's my true story. story. From Crazy story. Then did you buy more guns after that? <laughs> no, I Were didn't. Were you like, now I need some guns? As a matter of fact, I have never bought these are a just, gun. Yeah. All these guns, they're all hand-me-downs. My father was a huge gifts, hunter. People they're like me giving you, giving you guns. My, my dad, when I graduated from dental school, he gave me a Benelli shotgun as a yeah. gift because he was a big hunter. Yep. And I used to hunt with him, but I, I haven't hunted since I hunted with my yeah, dad. Yeah, when was the I last just, time you shot a gun? Have you gone to a firing range? I, I do. I've gone to... We've gone shooting with my buddies yeah. my college buddies yeah because some of them like to go shoot so you know a few years ago but i never take my own gun so i always just borrow show something up, yeah show up and shoot whatever they have yeah. just for fun rock talk <laughs> intruder talk this has been gun talk, gun talk. So you know what we've talked about guns we've talked about politics what else do you guys want to talk Travel about religion Re- religion let's talk about religion <laughs> everything that's <laughs> oh geez yeah. That's a crazy story. It's that is. I can't believe story. we haven't heard that yet. So going back to guns, there are two reasons why I would ever want to own a gun. If I needed to provide for my family and I lived up in, say, like rural Alaska or something like that, that might be kind of cool to have a gun to be able to... I like, think anyone that lives in any sort of like rural area or on a bit of acreage should have a rifle of yep, some sort. Yeah, and Because he, you need to actually kind of take care of small, like just animals and things like that that need to be taken care of. It just sometimes happens. Bears and it wolverines does. and... I, yeah. You know, it's, sometimes it's just like... Or you got to put an animal down. Yeah. Raccoons yes. that yeah. just, you know, like you just kind of have to clean up some stuff, unfortunately. Pesky varmints. Yeah. Now, the other thing is, um, and I will be doing more of this hopefully in the, the next five to ten years, but like if you're out boondocking somewhere or if you're staying in some Walmart parking lot in the middle of Arkansas, <laughs> yeah. like Lance might do. The piggly wiggly. It, it, you're sleeping <laughs> in, in these places and, mm-hmm. you know, somebody sees like, oh, there's a van there's usually nice things in those van. I'm going to go open said van and see, Oh, there's Lance and Brandy sleeping in the van. Yeah. Let, let's, you know, let's see what we can get out of the situation. I probably might want to have a gun in there just in for situation. sake of self-defense. I will neither confirm nor deny the uh, existence of said weapon in the current adventure van. Mm. 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 That's good. Even if pe- people are listening to the podcast, there's, there's a machine gun. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's true or not. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. People think it is. Don't be suspicious, Lance. Oh, come on. All right. But yeah, that, that's that's that. So coincidentally, after the intruder, I went to uh, Penticton, did the uh, Ironman Canada, and did not qualify for Kona. I blame I, that. I blame, I blame it on the, girl. It's, it's on the intruder. Whatever her name is. Whatever Call her, her Cindy. Cindy? Come on, Sydney. Sid, I whatever her name is. I, I had no voice for like four days because I screamed so loudly at her trying to like yeah. wake her up. And I don't, that was dumb, but... That's what I did. That that was my fight or oh, flight response. Was to, was it to seems correct to me. As loud as possible. Are you being real right now? Jake's now being real. Being real. You look like you're being real to me. <laughs> you look so real. Got to get that done. I signed up for be real while while he was telling well, some sort of well, story. I, was, I wasn't paying attention to. You. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, before I do mine, let's let's try something else. Unless there's more gun talk that you need to do. Rock talk. Oh, do we need? Lance, is there any rock talk? I've today? got I've got no rock talk to talk about. No rock talk. Week. No. Okay, yes. let's try this real quick here to see if uh, see if this goes through or not. 
Oh, yeah, I know who we can get involved in. I'm going to try to be real. Here we go. Keep it real. Keep it real. Let's see here. We're uh, doing B-reels. We're listening to the phone ring. I don't know if this phone's going to get answered. What do you guys think? <laughs> Maybe not. Evan's on his trainer. He said he was going for 90 minutes. That was 62 minutes ago. I don't think he's going to answer. You guys want to leave him a nice voicemail? You guys left me a nice voicemail. Your did, call yeah. has been forwarded to an automated oh. voice messaging system. He doesn't have a personalized nine, greeting. Three, seven, oh, we should probably nine, turn this down, zero, huh? Three, <laughs> oh, no. Four. Blah, 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 blah. Don't listen it's to not available. It's personal cell phone number. <laughs> I'll Please record your message. When you finish recording, you may hang up listen or press one for more options. What do you guys have to say for Evan? He didn't answer the phone He's for a sausage question. Showering after his bike trainer session. Yeah. How many? Yes. Oh, we already got cut off. Oh, never mind. We're still leaving a message here. Evan, we tried to call you so you could give us a hot seat. You're Actually, I just called to tell you to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you get this message, you want to give us a call back. We'll be on the air for about another 10 minutes. We'd love to hear from you, buddy. All right, man. Hope all's well. Talk to you soon. All right. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's it. Hot seat. Hot seat question. Jake, My hot seat it's question. It's your turn. Right. If you guys had $2,000 to spend and you had to be competitive and you were going to be, you know, aiming to, to go out and say race road bikes next year, but yeah. you only got a $2,000 like budget. This question. Are you going to the likes of Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace or Pink Bike and you're buying yourself a, a bike that might be 10 years old with rim brakes and kind of crappy? Or, well, or would for 2000 you can probably get something decent on the. It, it, it's probably going to weigh 23 pounds, though. You never know. I mean, in, in the land of bikes, whatever that, that price point is, $1,500, $2,000, let's say that your bike's going to end up being, if it's a decent one, it's going to be 15 years, 10 years old, whatever. Or would you consider doing one of these Chinese knockoff um, OEM, not OEM frames that, you know, that they're making for other people and they're their own wheels and the whole bit and put together something that's potentially a lot faster, a lot zippier, a lot lighter with disc brakes and the whole get up. I, Which direction would you go? I, I, I wouldn't even hesitate. I would go used name yep. brand way before I would go knockoff Chinese. Really? Yes, I would. Okay. So I, I think... If you're going to be competitive in in a in a triathlon or a road race or something like that, it's more, it's a lot more about the watts when you're starting out than it is about the equipment. I mean, yes, the equipment can make a difference, but boy, you know, don't go spending. I I, I just I would start with something used. I wouldn't even hesitate to start with something. I've bought a lot of used bikes before. Well, I don't have a problem with buying a used bike, but if you're wanting to be super competitive, let's say that you're racing at that Cat 1-2 level on the road. But if you only got two grand. Yeah. If you're racing Cat 1, you are not on a $2,000 bike. That's <laughs> I would, true. I, I bet there isn't a single bike under like four grand in a Cat 1 field. You could there be right, be. but Someone I know young. some people that have some pretty – beat up bikes and they just got talent for days and they can push said watts and said bike through you know lots and lots of watts it to is, make the bike go fast more about the watts. and I, I know that if you're going to go that direction people are probably going well you can't build a two thousand dollar bike because you got to pay for the components and the components alone i mean 2500 for a good yeah component for, set like if you want to do like a force or ultegra setup i mean you're going to be spending yeah. that kind of money <sighs> but you can save so much money like bike the, frames like you could get potentially like a chinese knockoff frame and wheel set for it's like half two, price basically if if even that yeah it's like 1500 2000 dollars is that scary 
I don't know. That's that's that's, scary? that's the that's, question. That makes me scary. But okay. then I have disposable income, so I w- I wouldn't even I wouldn't we, even I, consider that. I, we have a lot of people that, that that go that route because they don't have said disposable income and they want to be competitive. And let's be honest, that can make quite a bit of a difference. Now, if you know how to hide in a Peloton and you know how to work the wind to your advantage and you know how to kind of save it until the last minute so you can use it when you have it or have the opportunity, you can you can be pretty effective on just about anything. I mean, if you really needed to, you could go do a road race on your, your gravel bike with the right tires on it and you sit could, in yep. and just, you know, be opportunistic. Yeah. But I've, I've watched a few videos on this. I've wanted to talk about this for a while and I've just, I don't have any desire to, to build said bike, but I'm curious, like, cause I get asked this all the time. Like, what do you think about this? What do you think about these, these, these wheels that we can get for 500 bucks that are like yep. right there weight wise. But uh, here's my concern. What if the wheel isn't really true? Oh yeah. What if there's, or if it just fails yeah. or if it, it fails, yeah, yeah. you're in that the, bike race and you're going downhill at 50 miles, 50 miles an hour yeah. and it fails yeah. and the, and the, and the carbon just delaminates yeah. and, and splits into yeah. pieces. So you were listening to me watching a video when you first got here today it was that Cam Nichols, who's got the, um, the YouTube channel yeah. and he had a couple different, um, carbon frame, Chinese carbon frames. And he was having like a carbon fiber expert go through both of them. And he was having a, a professional mechanic go through both of them and give us honest feedback one of them, they, they, they said both of them were, like, good um, in terms of, like, they're going to be safe to ride. But one was way better than the other. The other one was kind of rough around the edges, and they just, I don't know, it was like a, a cost-saving thing, you know? They were they didn't do it right. But he said one of them was an exceptional bike. that The, yeah. the manufacturer did an exceptional job. Like, if you could cherry-pick that out and know that you're going to get one of these exceptional bikes for a fraction of the cost, like a third of the cost. I mean, some of these bike frame modules now are, like, Five or six thousand dollars. Yeah. You're getting a frame, a fork, and maybe like handlebars or something like that, and a seat post. That's expensive. Now, if you can get something that's comparable, that's a third of the price. I don't know. I think I I think I don't disagree with you at all, and I think it's about knowing the nuances. Yeah. Of like, there I think there are certain manufacturers that maybe they're China based, maybe they're not, but whatever it is, Alibaba or whatever it is. But I think if you know the manufacturer whether that's United States based or wherever it is, I think some of them can be picked out. They're decent. Yeah. And a lot of times they're using the same frame molds that you're getting on one of these top tier bikes. Oh, yeah. It's the same mold. It's just painted and branded differently. Brand, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so like you would see that with like a giant bike all the time. Like I feel like those molds are yeah. just everywhere. Yeah. <sighs> that, that's a rough thing. And they're not right bad. There. They're exactly. not bad bikes but, at all that that word's going to get out and people are going to find out, oh that's the good one to get they're going to mark that up uh it's still right. a discount though i mean there's still, still be discounted yeah, yeah. are, are you going to be such a, a bike snob that like if it was let you ride a bmc and let's say that somebody in taiwan was making a, a, a knockoff bmc frame they're using the same team machine mold and you know it's effectively the same bike and it's, you pretty much can rest assured that it's using the same mold it's just branded as GMC or something like that or something different, you know, it probably wouldn't be that the close. T- but TMC. The, the thing I that, yeah. the thing that I question is like, okay, all of these manufacturers have, you know, tolerances for defects and things like yep. that. There's, and if BMC has the final write off on like all these frames are safe and good to go. Yeah. And these 12 are not like how easy is it for some other company to pick those up and rebrand them and sell them? Yep. And because they didn't meet the tolerances of BMCs, you know, but like, then you're like, oh, I am getting an inferior product. It might be fine. It might never fail on you, but it might fail on you. Yeah. And those, that scares me. Yeah. 
So sure. I'm we were on a we were on a team ride at team camp and oh. one of our teammates just going down a rough road, his rear triangle snapped. Yeah, and it was seats. a name brand yep. bike. Canyon. Yep. It was a canyon. I'm not I'm not bashful to him. <laughs> it was a canyon. Yeah. And the frame snapped like yeah. unrideable. Yeah. 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 Well, it was rideable. He he rode it for another two or three miles, but very gingerly. <laughs> so very we're watching it from the back, and it's like, ee-er, ee-er, you know, those. Oh, and what did he do the rest of the week? He rode my gravel bike with yeah. road wheels on it, and he kept up just fine. Matter of fact, I couldn't keep up with him. Yeah, as soon as we got to the climbs, Edward's like, see ya. <laughs> so, yeah. Crazy. I, I, I think that the potentially more well, I mean, the, the problem is with buying the other side of your question was buying a used bike you really got to look those over as well yeah. because if there's a crack in the frame yeah. and it's sometimes hard to see those cracks in the frame, there's certain spots you yeah. can look behind the seat post and you can kind of, I, I just don't, I don't know. Like, I don't think aluminum bikes are that bad. They're affordable. I would s- probably avoid rim brakes just because I don't think future wise things are going that direction. No. But I, that's what I would be looking for for two grand. I'd be thinking like, can I get an alum like aluminum bike rim brake, like not rim brakes, like disc brakes, and maybe 105 components. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the pricing point w- there yeah, would be with that. that but that's a solid bike right there. It's going to be heavy. Oh, and but can, it's it's, it's going to be a little bit heavy. Yeah. Because it's probably because the components more than anything else. Because the aluminum's not that bad. It's it's going to be heavier, but not it's not like and, night and day. It's not like, you know, a yeah. steel frame. And I think, worse. I think, you could, yeah, steel frame would be heavy. But I think that that would be a great bike. In fact, I'm trying to think. One of the, I guess my first bike that I got was a aluminum with a carbon fork. And it was rim brakes. And it was... I'm trying to remember. It might have been 105 components. Yeah. And it was a fantastic bike. Used it for a long time. Yeah. Rode a lot of miles on that bike. So to go back to you, Lance, you just sold a bike this past week. And granted, it hasn't seen a lot of usage. But let's say that was from somebody that's been using the heck out of the thing since 2005 on a carbon frame. I should probably know this better in terms of like what the long-term studies are on carbon frames. Do they wear out? Do they start to show fatigue? Do they get beat up? Especially if it's somebody like you and you only had, let's say you only had one bike and you did that everything and you rode it for a decade and a half. Lance, he, Lance is pretty hard on this bike. Are you going to, is that bike going to still be in good shape and, and rideable? And would you rather get that from somebody or go this whole carbon fiber I Chinese? A, I ride? have a Trek for sale. <laughs> <laughs> safe. So safe. Uh, that's a good question. Um, Cause you could get a brand new frame. I, I, I don't know. I get the, Chinese frames just they just make me nervous. It has like this negative connotation, right? Yeah. It doesn't have the safety it, checks. It doesn't right? have the safety check, right? And but you know, granted if it was a bike that I'd been riding for 15 years, it would be beat the hell up. Yeah. Too. And it may be cracked or it might be perfect. Yeah, right. Correct. So is it better to dance with the devil you know then? I mean, it may be. I don't know. The bike that I sold, I think I rode it twice. Oh yeah! Oh wow! Seriously? Yeah. I, well, it, was like it wasn't your, new. I end of your buy, triathlon I bought career. it used from somebody else. Oh. And then is that and, the bike that you rode in that triathlon that you got, or just narrowly no, missed? No. I had a Quintana Roo. That that bike got stolen. Okay. Yeah. So, what would Evan say? What would Evan say? I don't think Evan would buy. He would a ride Chinese, the old. He'd be, he'd be telling us stories about his LA that he yeah. rode forever in a date. <laughs> so. Yes, he would. Anyway, but he still has. All right. Well, I think that's about it. Any All other right. hot CD questions that we need to throw out there for Evan? We've good got question. A, a good question. brief moment. So, or do yep. we want to just jump into one last thing? One last thing. One last right. thing. One last thing it is. Why is this cutting out? <laughs> 
All right. Um, let's start with Matt. Matt, what's going on? Uh, I always post something about videos. Um, I posted an unboxing video, which I've never done really before, about the Apple Watch Ultra. Oh. And I, in I, the video, it yeah. becomes unboxed. Okay. So it's kind of spoiled the whole thing for you. <laughs> How is that video doing? Uh, not good. Not good. I didn't know. Well, I think pales in comparison to the other Apple versus yeah, exactly. Garmin thing now. But. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess it's probably got a couple thousand views, but I... I you know, I think with some of, with YouTube, a lot of it's like throw stuff against the wall and maybe something will hit and whatever. And, and maybe you do it because you just want to make a video and that's great too. So it was, um, I, I don't know exactly how it did, but if you guys want to check that out and see 2000 views, what it looks like. Thank you. If you want to see what it looks like to unbox an Apple watch, you, you put can. the thin bike computer one out too. What's yep, that thing I called that again? One out. The trim one light. Okay. I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. How's that video doing? And what are people saying about it? People are interested in it. I'm going to give it away. Um, after people like comment on the, actually that's, that's a great one last thing. Go comment on that video and you could win a bike computer, the trim one light bike computer. It's, it's nine. Well, it's almost 10 millimeters thin. It's like this thin. Wow, really? It's thin. pretty, that's, really thin. Yeah. Um, I should bring it and let you guys take a look at it. But uh, it's it's a cool computer, and it does a lot of stuff. Strava Live segments. It does the radar. It does, you know, obviously, uh, it has some navigation. I wouldn't say it's great navigation. Um, rerouting failed for me. So there are there are negatives about it, uh, but it's just, it's a... It's an interesting device. Yeah. Like it's almost like if you just want a simple bike computer, I'd be like, "This is a good option." How much it's is it? Option. It's two hundred bucks. Oh, that's not bad. I think honestly, if it was a hundred bucks or one hundred fifty bucks, I'd be like, "Just get your get yourself a cheap bike computer. It's better than trying to use a watch." Sure. Right. Yeah. And it's a nice big screen, and it's a cool little device. So that's mm. my that's my take on that particular computer. I think for this particular table, there we're a little bit less price sensitive, and we don't mind spending. Three hundred to four hundred dollars on a bike computer. Gotcha. Speaking of a three to four hundred dollar bike computer, I don't need to know much more than this. Have you had a chance to use the Roam yet? Yes, I've been using it every day on the um, mountain bike, but I have yet to really take it out on the road, okay. and that's what I want to kind of get some video of before I finish my review of that particular device. And I kind they they actually said they were going to send me one a little bit late, but thank you Wahoo. Uh, so that's good news. And I think one of the things that I'm kind of I might even wait because they're trying to update their software and have this climb pro feature, which they're going to call summit summit, summit yep. segments summit or something. Segments. Yeah. So I'm tempted to wait until they actually have that so that I can really test them because otherwise it's just more memory, better color display. Not, I mean, there's just not a lot there. It's just like a very minor update to yeah. the device. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Cool. Awesome. Lance, one last thing. Uh, the little boy who was nine years old during my intruder story, it's his 27th birthday this oh, Wednesday. Nelly. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Lake. And so um, we are all going to Disneyland for like Lake's do. birthday. So go figure. My wife and I are driving down. All my kids are flying in with their significant others. We're all going to hang out at Disneyland for a couple days. You're in Disneyland, and then what are you going to do after that? Because you can, if you're going to drive down there, it's not just a quick trip. You're, you that was the you plan, flown. but I have so much going on that Why we're going to be back. You want the dog? Because it's it's two days away now. Well, actually, I'm trying to leave tomorrow, but I might you could fly Wednesday. I know. But. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I'm going to Disneyland. So I am missing the next um, Cyclocross Crusade race, which will be at PIR yep. on the infield. Uh, oh, so yeah, it's, it's close. It's nearby. Go race your bike. Go Sweet. race your bike. Cool. My one last thing. We are going to be doing, um, another virtual ride this week on Tuesday and Thursday. 
There's going to be a catch, though. We are switching from Zwift to RGT. Oh, Are you so, just going to go back and forth? I don't think so. You're going to switch? Switching, correct. For a couple different reasons. Um, one, doing this lowers the barrier of entry for people. That's RGT huge. has a free component to using their software. Ah. You don't get access to all the different lands, but there's plenty of people out there that just don't want to swallow that you know, with tax like $16.25 yeah. a month. And so you can go use RGT for free. And there's a lot of people that say that they sign up for Zwift just because they want to come do the rides and yeah. they don't use it for anything else. So now they can do that. But what's cool is like, yes, you only get one or two lands, whatever it is that you can use. But anytime that we're hosting a ride and we send out that link for that invitation, you can join that for free. So we can have uh, even more people come and join us. And then we can use all of the different lands that they have. And we can use the, uh, the magic roads, I believe they call it, where we can upload our own GPS right. files and we can use routes or races or whatever. Ooh. And you're gonna do the flogging route, aren't you? We'll do the flogging route and maybe we want to ride, you know, wherever we want to do like the metric century around Clark County. Or if we oh, want to cool. ride out to Multnomah Falls, we can upload all of these GPS data points and, and go from there. What's going to be really cool is when we get to the springtime, we can, upload like training camp routes we can upload oh, cool. popular road race routes we mm-hmm. can we can do whatever we want so cool we can do laps around lance's compound yes I mean, so <laughs> circular driveway in the front yard yeah. we can do it takes 20 laps per mile yeah and we can <laughs> we can That's pretty much similar to the cul-de-sac yeah make any kind of a route that we want if we want to build a route where we're going to do hill repeats or you just build stuff where you've got a climb and then a descent and just have the climbs evenly spaced out and we want to do like you know kind of efforts on those we can do whatever we want oh. So what's cool, though, is Wahoo is giving us, for all of these folks, a free three-month pass to Wahoo X. Right. Which is oh, pretty wow. stinking awesome. So yeah. let's say that you want to start joining us for rides in November. So you'll get all of November, all of December, and all Ooh. of January for free. So you're going to get to a big chunk of the winter. That's actually pretty pretty good. That's solid. And then the pricing is the same. And you, for Wahoo X, there's a lot more value there, if you ask me. Can you name one gravel pro cyclist? That is that is part of the Wahoo X system, and he makes videos that you can watch and you can follow his whole training system for I don't know I think it's like a six week training block or something that he puts on. Another hint? You need another hint? Dylan Johnson? No. Another hint? He's going to be on the podcast potentially. Ian Boswell. Ian Boswell? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> does he does he have training plans? Yeah. Oh yeah, you can like watch him and watch all of his training stuff. It's actually really cool. I like I like the I like Wahoo X. I think it's a good program. Yeah. Confirmed. He's, like that. he's going to be joining us on the podcast here very soon. We're cool. just trying to set a date. Um, been going back and forth with him and some of the folks over at Wahoo, and this is going to be a, a fun little thing. So yep, it should sure. be fun. Excellent. All right. Anything else, boys? That's it. That's it. That's it. All That's right. It. We will be back next week with another one of these. Until then, bye for now. Bye.